Welcome to the Miniculture Podcast. I'm your host, Jumande Tway. On the Miniculture Podcast, we listen to the best in arts, culture, and history stories we produce here at KFAI Radio. Reality sometimes is really not pretty, so. I'm so sweaty. People would be sick or something, so I'd give them all a drink for a nickel. And by the time I opened up 10 minutes later, the bar would be just filled to capacity. We're beyond known persons. Either somebody's sick, dead, or in jail, or it's Prince, you know, the little ring at three. Yeah, you went viral. <laughs> you went viral. My left friend went viral. <laughs> so KFI is right in the heart of the Twin Cities, more specifically Cedar Riverside neighborhood in Minneapolis. For real, we're on the corner of Cedar and Riverside Avenues. There's a lot of reasons why not just me, but many other folks love this neighborhood. But one of the defining characteristics is the large Somali population. In fact, there's so many Somali peoples in this neighborhood that it got the nickname Little Mogadishu. Right, that's my man Delmar Yare, a Somali musician, performing the Somali National Anthem, kicking off a show at the Cedar Cultural Center. We're going to return to him a little later in the episode. Despite the large Somali population here in Minneapolis, Somali arts haven't really broken into the mainstream scene here. As a matter of fact, most likely a lot of what we learn about Somalia can be broken down into a few categories, very limiting categories, civil war, al-Shabaab, and of course, pirates. Today's episode, we're going to delve into Somali arts in the Twin Cities. Somalia is known as a nation of poets. I bet you didn't know that. It's a place where history is passed down by word of mouth and storytelling, and especially through poetry. Nemo Farah is fascinated by Somali poetry. It's real, real complex. Check it out. Somali um, poems are um, based on alliteration and they rhyme from the beginning. However, the more syllables that you have on there, the more complicated the poem becomes and you have to carry that poem the same way you started it with that same word. Um, and so if it's like four syllables, the whole poem has to be afar, what's called afarle, like in fours. And then it has to rhyme the same way. If it starts with an S, it's got to have an S the whole way through. And then the theme cannot jump around as well. <laughs> you cannot be talking about birds and then suddenly you're talking about uh, different planets. Like there has to be some kind of uh, cohesion. She put together a show of Somali spoken word artists. It was called Saved by Faith and Verse. In the show... Farah brought together a diverse group of Somali poets showcasing different styles, different ideas. Because I was um, researching Somali poems and proverbs, it was really important for me to blend the two. And if there was going to be an event or a presentation of some sort, making sure that it was um, intergenerational and bilingual is really important to me. Some of the poems that we're going to hear are in Somali. Farah joined us in the studio to help break down what we're listening to. First up is a poem by Ahmed Assad. 
called Ugubi Ugubi. Speak Somali, we'll see. All right. All right, there you have it. Ugubi, Ugubi, Ugubi. Ugubi, Odega, Idaha, Ogalis, Ogalis. I'm talking about birds, Shimbro. How Somali people communicate with birds. So for those of you who do not speak Somali, might have a little taste about it. Somali di hore we fahmi chiren otte shimbraha o waki Ismail miraba hore ulaha. Eh shimbir kamarku le hadliye waki laha le hadliye bahashi lorin tregu guleyho haddad guga u oyeso. Barku ka hadliye waki sida laha. Haddaba nin dad galah ba biri gabad yar qafashe o aftubtay barka suuxo la galay mel god ah. Meesh god ka ahayd ayaa waxa soo arkay shimbir shimbirti waa soo arartay markaas ay waxa u timi reerkii kaba dhadhalay markaas ay waxay lahayd fa 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 ali nur ina taadi warabaylo allah odeegi reerka uu ina ba gartay wallahi inteenu sheegaysa dadkii isugu tagayo wuxuu ku yiri waxaan doonayaa in la igu daro ciidan fardale sidii baan la yeelay walaa waldaba galay shimbirti yaray way orday waxa uu ordisay waxay leedahay Fa 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 ali nur ina tadi waraba ilow. Iyad kada wasu ala wuhaylayin. Shimbir garabli wahma garatee balhaqa uggudu. Shimbir garabli wahma garatee balhaqa uggudu. Dina ayada ayala gambara. Sida usi suqtebe wahafka uggelisay. Meashi ayuku chireen. Gabaddi la afdubay ya dadgalki. Halki ba gabaddi lugu sobed baadi. Dadgalki na lugu dilay. Haddaba ishaadda wuhito. Anu go siidar maray. Ba mohaan arke lebo qohli. Because I want it. But since so many of you are going to be able to do it, you will be able to do it. You will be able to do it. You will be able to do it. You can speak English too. 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 So the girl gets kidnapped by, I think the only way I can interpret this is by sort of like a, a cannibal, a person animal. <laughs> yeah. And so it's like Durua. And, and so Durua is a hyena, but this is a person. It's normally little kids that, you know, when young nomads, babies grow up with, like, these horrific stories that, just to toughen them up because they're out in the wilderness. كر كر سياد قري كدي بنا أنا جيبا لحشدي سومالي ذا السيرين مر بمد بلوسارينا سبرها يا سومالي ذا قلنا نقول استعل أركع وحالي دي صفقة هرسة لا تبحيو سياد نقول هذا وين سوفيا ذا حرتي علماء ذا سياد نقول هذا وين إخوان كيسروا القابنه سياد نقول هذا وين حتى أكو سلاد دي كتير سون دلقة وعي سون قش وفرنتي سياد نقول هذا وين كر كر وابي إشي بيا كر كر أركع كر كرّي كرّي سيادة كرّي كذبنا واحد بعين ناحية ذيك الدنيا أنا كوي أقول حاليني خانت بدك يلو تروح بقى شو قاعد الله أكبر 
So she gets kidnapped and the family goes out looking for her. They can't find her. And then this bird comes to the father and she's saying his name and um, and she's telling him, hey, I know where your daughter is. And so he believes the bird. And then he goes to his clansmen and he says, um, my daughter is alive. There is this bird that's going to guide the way. I need some troops. Um, but before they find the girl, they kind of get lost a little bit. And this particular bird has a broken um, wing. The guys, the troops on, on horses, they, they're like, we don't, why do you want us to believe this um, bird with a broken shoulder or wing? And he was like, no, you know, he, he just feels it. He's like, I believe this. And so they continue following the bird. And then they find the girl and they kill the, the, the beast that <laughs> kidnapped her. So then Ahmed then goes like, I too sometimes can talk to birds. I was walking around Cedar Riverside the other day and I saw these two pigeons. And then he starts talking about these elections in the neighborhood. And he goes like, the, the bird, the, even the birds are involved in the elections that happen in this neighborhood and they're like, vote for so-and-so. <laughs> Um, it's, a, it's a very playful song, but it's also another, um, or a poem, but it's also another poem that's based on memory and, like, um, stories that you would hear as a child. ملكي <laughs> Oh my goodness, 
That was Ahmed Assad reading his poem, Ugubi Ugubi. Up next, a traditional style of Somali poetry usually performed at weddings. So the specific form of uh, uh, poetry that she's reciting is called barambur, and it's women's poetry. And so barambur is used as a tool to bridge, to create a bridge between two families that are um, coming together in marriage. And so her role in the wedding would be to interview both families and to praise them at the wedding. Normally, there would be, um, in between stanzas, there would be a drum break, and then people would dance. If you were at a wedding, that's what you would see. But because this was an event and there's no dance space, there isn't that, like, that, you know, that barambur. And so the barambur is like a lot of body percussion and um, a, a drum break, and then there would be some dancing while, while she gathers herself for the next part of the poem. And in this particular poem is based on memory and how she remembers Somalia and what she's grieving and the hope that she has for this country that she came from. Um, and thinking about the people that she left behind and all of that. Here's Ayan Mahamoud performing Lofta Bottom. <laughs> Somalia <laughs> Ayaa <laughs> 
do marco e no dor cuchiro o badad moho gain darusta ia darusta ilmiga ia haga digriga hela ola da ia adam shoho da wano sidan arur tadarie hela wali god na da da shan daia awalid uma o golo o wai duaisein Aila ayo da inchana ada ada deh kusi ragalakin mau gak ya? That was Ayan Mahamud performing Love Dabara. Finally, we got a poem about mothers, but it's not what you would expect. It's a little different, a little twist. But I'm gonna leave it up to the poet to give you some context. So Somali people know we have a rich tradition of cursing. In God, right? You're not supposed to do it, you know, in case the doors, you know, the gates of heaven are open. And sometimes a mom will say something very ridiculous uh, because she doesn't actually want to curse her child. But then sometimes they can be kind of serious. Um, but they're intensely beautiful. Um, and these are based on actual um, Somali curses kind of translated directly or metaphorically. Fair has some examples as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's just things that you hear. Rukakulagwe means I hope the ground below below you just <laughs> collapses. <laughs> My all the animals turn against you is one of them. <laughs> Here's Ladan Osman performing invocation. Splay yourself on the floor. Mop spread before God. And may your submission remain false. Let intention and the ground you stand on crack and wander become distant dimensions. You crawled on my chest, a little spider. You blended into bedding and startled me, chipped my heart. May your own chest break. I'll slap you into the floorboard, clean you up with too much soap. Yes, I'll stand at that corner, inhale and smile, remembering my frenzy. We're beyond known curses. You can still be ground meat in the street, turned out by wheels, coiled under some car, but I'd prefer you bleed on command. <laughs> May your stomach fall out. <laughs> Since you like showing off, drape it over your shoulder, wear it to the market. May your mouth let go of you. May it go to a place whose light doesn't reach your fingernails. Oh, I hope bad luck hog ties you. At least let it restrict your stride. I hope the shadows underfoot stumble you. I pray a snake grinds you in its mouth, not just bite, not just chew. May all animals turn against you. God restrain my hands intercede. My father is under my scarf if I don't beat you tonight. 
My father, underground for a generation, would never inhabit a hairline. I'm going to beat you like I'm your mother. I've got something sharp under my tongue, some shard, black metal in both mouths. I'm fashioning a weapon. Those were excerpts from Safe by Faith and Verse and a conversation we had with the event's curator, Nemo Farah. You can hear the whole performance by going to the Minute Culture SoundCloud page and searching for Saved by Faith and Verse. So with the last poem, we heard curses that Somali mothers might throw at their kids. Now for me, I used to get the same thing, but a little less poetic for my mom. She would say something like, I would slap you so hard in your ear, you hear the death bell ring. Translation, I'm going to slap you so hard in your ear, it's going to be ringing for weeks. While moms can get pissed off, angry with their kids, they also do a lot to take care of us. I should know, I'm a big mama's boy. If you don't believe me, here's another guy to tell you how he feels about his mom, Delmar Yare. We heard from him at the top of the episode. They, they put you on their shoulder, they, put, they, they give you food while they're hungry. They, they, they make you stop crying while they're crying inside, maybe. Yare and his mom have a real deep connection. One that he lays out for us in this song called Huyo. One, two, three. Adan huyo dadihin. Adan huyo dadihin. Actually, not only my moms, but all moms around the world, and it says how how we we have to appreciate of what they did for us. Nine months pregnancy, but a struggle, and then when we come out, you know, they they put you on their shoulder, they put they they give you food while they're hungry, they 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 make you stop crying while they're crying inside maybe. They, you know, they don't show you what they feel in their emotions. You know, it talks about mom and the song called Hoyo. And I don't know if you noticed that. Uh, actually, I, I made it a true story. 
one day uh, my mother I was I was traveling to Chicago uh, for a show and then uh, uh, my mom was on the phone and she took it was snowing really heavily snowing so the, the highway was closed in the middle of the road and she called me she told me she's in Kenya and she told me I feel something happened to you that's why I call you are you okay and I said nothing happened to me but we almost get an accident and that's the time I realized you know I, I called one of my friends he's, he's a phone writer and I told him this story he exactly right the way I wanted and back home when, when we were in Somalia there's a fight happened and people were running away my mom was walking with me for seven days and seven nights and she's still sick her kidneys she don't feel her kidneys she's still sick because of that how she was carrying me and walking for two days so seven days and seven nights so this is the appreciation song for my mom yeah.
Delmar Yare performing, backed up by Bob's band at the Cedar Cultural Center. It was recorded by KFI producer Dan Zemzow from our Live from Minnesota series. You can hear the full concert on our SoundCloud page. And that's it for this episode. The Miniculture Podcast is produced by Zan Holston, Todd Melby, and Nancy Rosenbaum. Our music is by Javier Santiago. Support for the Miniculture Podcast is made possible by the grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. If you like what you heard, why don't you share us on your friend's Facebook or Twitter or leave a review of the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher. And be sure to check us out on the SoundCloud page to listen to Saved by Faith and Verse and Delmar Yare and Bob's band on Live from Minnesota. I'm your host, Jamonde Tway. Till next time, peace.